Hey guys, welcome to the Learn by Doing podcast. I'm Christian here with the Oak School of Leadership. I'm excited for our conversation today. We have Colby Kissinger here with us. Colby is a product of OSL. He went through the program and did a lot of recruiting and was on staff. Then he went outside of the church uh, and worked for John Houston Custom Homes, which is a local home builder here in Waxahachie. And he filled many different roles there, including project management and talent management. And then after three years, he returned to OSL. And now he serves as the student experience director for the Oak School of Leadership. He works in recruiting and creating new strategies and ministries through the Oak School of Leadership. And most recently... He added on the role of the young adults pastor here at Oaks Church, where he works on building the community here in the DFW area of young people. Colby, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, man. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Very good. As you know, our conversation today is about personal growth. It's a huge topic. Yeah. And interesting fact, I was just doing a little bit of research earlier, and I googled personal growth. And can you guess how many hits there were? (laughs) <laughs> I don't I have no idea man it's probably in the billions. So this number surprised me. I don't know what what I was expecting, but it wasn't this big. There were 1,470,000,000 hits <laughs> on personal growth. On personal growth. Yeah, and we're going to answer personal growth today in we're this gonna podcast. We're going to answer all 1.4 billion <laughs> answers that there are about personal growth. Yeah. When I was prepping for this conversation, I was just thinking about the big umbrella of personal growth. So many people think about this so many different ways. Everyone has their own way of thinking about it, of processing it. You have stuff like seven ways to make your life better, 10 tips to your best year yet, how to be more productive. Definitely no 10 tips can encompass all that there is to personal growth. Yes, absolutely. So Colby, how do you think about the overall big umbrella of personal growth? Dude, that is a very, very difficult question because personal growth is just so ambiguous you know i think a lot of people would say and agree it is valuable and we need to do it but doing it is very very difficult i mean just look at like exercising and and gym memberships you know everybody agrees you know on january 1st that hey personal growth physical fitness is a is a must and i must do it by january 3rd nobody's showing up you know so I think that a lot of people understand personal growth is a is a big, big deal, but there's just so many different areas involved with it. And so the way that I kind of condense it, and, and I've been a student of personal growth for a very long time. I've, I've read tons of leadership books, man, financial health, physical health, mental health. I've, I've just done a lot of research and reading in, in those specific areas. And I just have realized over the, over the past couple, maybe the past year, that Man, personal growth, it's about being connected to a source. So I'm not my own source, you know? I can't create my own life. I came from something else. Like plants are connected to something in order to produce something. Mm -hmm. I like to think of growth as like something that produces fruit, right? And if I want to see fruit in my spiritual life, if I want to see fruit in my physical health, financial health, I, I need to be connected to a source that is giving me life or giving me those things. So in the past, I was like, okay, well, I need to be connected to the, the greatest financial minds. Spiritually, I'll be connected to God. And then leadership, I need to be connected to John Maxwell or, or Andy Stanley or Craig Rochelle. And I just realized over time that there's only one source of, of mm-hmm. life. There's only one source of all things, and that's God. And so in terms of personal growth, if I want other areas to grow, 
if I want my financial life to grow, if I want my mental health and, and stuff to grow, if I want my marriage to grow, I don't need to be connected to like the marriage guru. I just need to be the one who is connected to the one who invented marriage, yeah. you know, who created it. And so I like to say like God is first. I have to be connected to that source. But then after that, whatever area that I want to get better in, in personal growth, I need to have a growth team. So I, you know, it's not bad to go to those experts. It's not bad to go to those other sources of information. But right. in John 15, Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you will not produce any kind of fruit. Yeah, yeah. And what I was just reminded when you were thinking of, you know, you are not your own source. Colossians 1, when it's talking about Christ and everything that Christ is, you know, the firstborn of creation, all things were created by him, through him and for him. We know he is the all sustaining force yeah. Yeah. behind everything. Yeah. So it, it makes total sense. And I think that's a great, important thing to acknowledge that I am not the source. Yeah. I, I cannot be the yeah. source. I am I, unable to be my own source. I cannot produce fruit on my own. And I think when I came to that truth and realization that like, I can try. Ultimately, it's going to end in death if I've, if what the world thinks is life is actually death in, in, in terms of God's eyes. But if I actually want to produce fruit, I actually have to be connected to the source that gives me life to produce fruit, you know? Yeah. And we'll talk more about the growth team mm-hmm. that you mentioned yeah, yeah, uh, in absolutely. a second. But yeah. before that, obviously, we are Christians and we trust in the Lord and we believe that he is the, the creator and the sustainer of all things. So there is a very big and real spiritual side to everything we do. Yeah. So before we, we go and separate the different aspects of personal growth into different areas and things like that, yeah. if you could, I want you to touch on this. With the spiritual portion and our trust in God as the all-sustaining creator of all life, that's very big. And spiritual things can be exciting. They can be emotional. They're deep. They're, they're very profound and meaningful. Yeah. How how do you think about spiritual growth? Yeah. That's also a huge, massive thing yeah. that can mean so many different things to so many different people. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, this is just for me. And when it comes to spiritual growth, I mean, physical growth, you can see things. If I start working out, you're going to see good results there. Okay. If, if, if finances, I'm able to see the result of the growth that I'm, that I'm working on with spiritual growth. It's so hard to see the fruit. It's so hard to see growth. Yeah. And, what What does spiritual growth yeah, look like? You can't see it at all. And I think that's honestly, if I'm just being completely honest, it's probably one of the most frustrating things about being a Christian. <laughs> you know, Jesus tells us, yeah, you go and make disciples and produce fruit and you're going, you know, I don't even know what that is. Just read my Bible as I, as I, as I go to church. If I read my Bible, if I go to church, like, is that fruit? You know, is it me preaching sermons? Is it me healing people? Is it me witnessing to people? Like, what is the fruit of spiritual growth? That question for a long time just was very, very frustrating for me. So what is the formula? I think, do I need to pray a certain amount of hours, certain prayers? Yeah. Do I need to be praying with people? Yeah. I think a lot of times we want spiritual growth type of stuff to be like physical growth, like an orange tree. You know, I can see the tree growing. I can see it grow up and then produce fruit and it's tangible and I can take of it and hold it. But it only makes sense that with an invisible God, (laughs) you -hmm. would have invisible growth, you know, and an internal invisible fruit that you see as a, it's not something that you can really hold on to. It's not something that you can really like grab a hold of. You can see it for sure. 
In Galatians 5, 19, this is something that I've had a great revelation on that has helped me to understand what spiritual growth looks like and what spiritual fruit looks like. Again, growth for me is evidence of fruit, okay? Galatians 5, 19 through 23, and it says, the the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, and jealousy, outburst of anger, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, Paul says, I forewarn you. And not to practice those things. People who practice those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. But then the, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I think what we have to understand about spiritual growth is that it's all relational. When the Bible talks about, you know, the f- deeds of the flesh, so to speak, or yeah. things not of God mm-hmm. are hurtful to other people. They are. They're, it's, it's simply plain as can be that when the, the fruit of the Spirit is helpful towards other people, is loving towards other people, is patience towards other people, kindness, faithfulness, yeah. goodness, gentleness, self-control. Those are good things for other people that I'm in relationship with, and that is the fruit of spiritual growth that we are looking for. It's it's relational. It's how I make other people feel and l- feel loved, but reverse it. The, the yeah. fruits of the flesh are I'm angry at somebody, yeah. I've hurt somebody, and so when it comes to spiritual growth, man, that's kind of how I, I come to realize that it's not about just reading the Bible. I mean, that's important. And it's not about just going to church. And it's it's not about just whether I'm preaching a good sermon or like just going and feeding the poor. Yeah. Every day I'm going, hey, am I loving my wife today? Am I being patient? Have mm-hmm. I been patient? Do I need to work on self-control or gentleness and I go to those things, the Bible, and I go to church to listen to people and connect with other people so that I can get and see evidence of that fruit and grab a hold of it and put it towards my life. That's why at the end of the day, we got to be connected to that source, which is Jesus, because Jesus modeled and, and fruit of all of these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. You know, I think about we were created with a, an innate desire to be in community with yeah. each other and be in community with the Lord. So yeah. it just makes sense that everything we do from the flesh or yeah. of the spirit, selfish or yeah. selfless, harmful or helpful, would be in relationship yeah. to and other people and in I, some way. And I think what's so important about that, man, is that, again, what is your source and what are you connected to? Because if you're connected to Netflix and all this, you know, social media, mm-hmm. if that's your source— you're going to be angry with people. I mean, if you're connected to the the news, of course, yeah. you're going to start reproducing some of those things and, and the fruit of that, okay? You're either going to produce good fruit or bad fruit. And so for me, I always have to remind myself, man, am I being connected to the source, which is Jesus? Am I connecting yeah. myself? Do I have faith that he exists? Do I have faith and believe in his resurrection? And, you know, it doesn't say this in, in that passage, but I think faith is a huge, huge part of spiritual growth, the faith to do things that are unseen. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so it kind of starts there. But man, I think the encompassing idea of fruit and understanding that the fruit in, in spiritual growth is relational. And if we're isolated and we're not relational, that is fruit, you know? And so I just think that, again, connecting to the source, man, that's a, that's a, a good concept for me of spiritual growth and, and how yeah. I kind of think about it. Great. So when you're talking about being connected to a source, obviously we need to be connected to the right source, 
Now, what that doesn't mean is all I need to do, I'm either in my room reading my Bible and praying, or yeah. I'm outside, air quotes, loving people, yeah. giving them hugs and talking to them about Jesus, right? Yeah. I can watch Netflix. Yeah. That's not a sin. I yeah. can watch sports. I yeah. can go and do something. When it comes to being connected to the right source, how does that look and what is maybe a a balance or maybe it's not even a balance? Is yeah. it just a, a view and outlook yeah. of, okay, like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll watch an episode. I may watch even three or four episodes on yeah. Netflix, yeah, but that's I not think, where it recharges me. Yeah, absolutely. Bob Hamp, he, if you guys don't know him, he's a, a pastor at Gateway Church, phenomenal pastor, wrote a book called Think Differently, Live Differently. Yeah. And he has this quote in there, man, that I think really will will help us in this conversation is whatever you seek first is going to organize every facet of your life. So if the priority of my attention is social media, Netflix, which those things aren't bad in and of themselves, but if they are the main focus of our life, then yeah, it's going to start producing bad stuff. If I'm spending more time looking at Instagram than I am at the Bible, it's only going to be natural that I produce bad stuff. Being honest here, man, I was super legalistic about this whenever I was young. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, dude, I got to memorize. I memorized the whole book of James, dude. Like, I was like, dude, I got to memorize. I got to read the Bible, you know, 12 hours a day. Uh, I got to listen to every Andy Stanley podcast, Pastor Scott Wilson Mm -hmm. podcast. Just listen to worship music and that is it. And that is how I am a Christian, you know? That Yeah, that makes me a Christian. Yeah, and that's how I'm going to produce fruit. And and I think there's, yes, there is truth to that. But it just, the process was different, man. It, it wasn't It wasn't heartfelt and it wasn't with the right attitude and it wasn't with the right perspective. Again, connecting to a source is, hey, am I thinking about this? Hey, am I going, hey, Lord, do you want to speak into this situation Again, we are spiritual creatures. The Holy Spirit, being a Christian, resides within us. And so I always do my best to just go, God, I'm, I'm seeking you first in everything that I do. Lord, how do you want to intervene into this conversation? How do you want to help me with my marriage? How do you want to help me, you know, with leading young adults? How do you, you know, it's, it's seeking first. Yeah, his advice instead of taking my own. It's it's knowing that good things really only come from God, and it's really really hard for me to produce good things on my own. And so practically, that's going to look. I wake up every morning and I I spend time with Jesus. You know, I read my Bible. I spend time with Jesus, connecting with Him, getting my mind centered on what He talked about and 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 how He's speaking to me throughout my day. I'm I'm trying to make sure whatever He's speaking to me that day that I have that at the forefront of of my thought life because again whatever i seek first is going to organize every other area all these other aspects of personal growth if this isn't right i'm in trouble yeah you know jesus says man does not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of god Mm. so there's an assumption there that he's saying there is a spiritual need that you're going to have and the physical substances of this world are not going to meet it they're not enough it's not enough to meet that and that doesn't mean that we don't need physical things but it also means that in order for me to be who God is calling me to be, there is a spiritual connection source of life bread that I have to be feeding on, that I have to be connected yeah. to, which will, again will direct all the other growth in my life, you know? 
yeah obviously this podcast will be a, a multiple part series because just <laughs> us talking you know we're we've only kind of talked about like spiritual growth so far yeah. and i don't even think we're done talking about it so there will be multiple episodes to this that's why i think it's important that we can dialogue and and have some open and honest conversations about that yeah. what, what this looks like and what this doesn't look like another thing i was thinking about while you were talking again the the source the voice of the lord and something that I've been reading every single day for about two weeks, maybe a little bit longer, is I would read through Proverbs 1, verse 7, I believe. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom, and those who despite wisdom are fools. Yeah. Fools despite wisdom. Yeah. Everything I have to do, I'm coming to the realization, am I listening to the voice of the Lord? Yeah. I want to be wise, not to be wise the sake of being wise so I can say I'm wise, but so I can live wisely. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best way I can show and tell this person I love them? Mm-hmm. How can I live in a way that they will know I love them? It hinges on, am I listening to the voice of the Lord? Yeah. The fear of the Lord. Am I seeking out the Lord and his voice, his yeah. will, his knowledge, his wisdom? Yeah. Is that my source? Yeah, and that, man, that brings up a great point. One day I'm going to have to stand before God. There is a healthy, clean fear in that. Yeah. It, it frightens you mm-hmm. to go. It frightens you to get your life right. And it frightens you to go, hey, I need to go to God and ask him for his advice. I need to be connected to him, you know, versus like, oh, yeah, I, re- I respect the Lord. There's an action that's involved whenever you hear that and whenever you think about that. And so that, man, I think that's great, man, in, in terms of us continually going, God, speak into this situation speak into my life i need to be connected to you as a source so i need your voice your word i do not live on bread alone but on your word yeah it's a it's a constant active humility submitting to the lord and saying i am not my source i need your wisdom i need your voice and that is the only thing yeah that can help me with with everything yeah with with work family whatever big life decisions i need that yeah and i don't i don't feel comfortable acting outside of that or on my own knowledge or wisdom again it's it's fruit and it's spiritual growth yeah like whenever you're connected spiritually and seeking jesus first seeking to stay connected to him there is not just going to be fruit spiritually in your life but there's going to be physical evidence of that as well so colby uh you had mentioned earlier about how you had struggled with legalism and living a very performance-based life with the Lord, trying to perform to please Him or please man. What are some other, maybe some struggles you had and how the Lord worked with you? I mean, I just had to realize that my worth wasn't determined by my performance, but my relationship with God. You know, in Matthew 3, God appears to Jesus and said, This is my Son whom I love, with whom I'm well pleased. Before Jesus ever did any kind of ministry, God said that He was pleased with Him. Pleased is as a word based off of performance. And so he's basically saying, I don't need you to perform or do anything in order for me to be pleased with you. So for me, the the biggest revelation was that my value was not based on what I did. Um, what I do does not determine my value. My value comes from who God says that I am. My value comes actually from just being created. Like I'm the only Colby ever. <laughs> In the history of the universe, there's never going to be another one like me. There's never going to be another Colby with my fingerprints, my eyes, with my ears, with my hair. Like, there's not going to be another one. So my value 
does not come from what I do. Literally, just by existing, I have value. But also, when you think about Jesus dying on the cross for my sins, that helped me to understand that God wasn't going to be mad at me if I didn't read my Bible five times a day, if I didn't go to church every single Sunday. It was based off of relationship and understanding covenant a little bit more, which that's another huge topic that'll take days to dive into, <laughs> right. which we won't get into, but understanding covenant Covenant is based off of loyalty. Like, my wife doesn't demand that I'm perfect, but that I'm loyal. In the same way, God does not demand that I'm perfect, but that I be loyal to him. made a covenant with my wife that there would be no other woman except for her. When I make a covenant with God, there's no other God except for him. And so for me, when I had the revelation of Christianity is not performance-based, it's relational-based, and it's it's about covenant. It's not about circumstances or any kind of activity that I can do, but just simply loyalty. Man, that was a game changer for me. That really changed my heart. It really changed my perspective on God. It changed my perspective on how I needed to be in relationship with him. And it helped me to understand that I need to be connected to the source, you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, and, you know, another kind of struggle that I've I just continually, man, just had to work through when it comes to spiritual growth is just this idea that anything worthwhile is is uphill. Like it's not it's not easy. Like growth is not easy. God, I think he did his best in making it as easy as possible, but it's still not easy, you know? I have a lot of things responsibilities and and work. I mean, there's a lot of things that can get in the way. And so it it requires effort and attention and it's annoying sometimes i'm like man why can't i just see god why can't he just be here and just be with me all the time it would be so much easier god you know and i think obviously one day we will we will have that and that is the perfect ideal but like waking up at six in the morning and reading my bible is not my idea of connecting to god and the practical aspect of it is very, very hard, and that's 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 difficult. That's something that I struggled with, and so it takes work. It's it's just like anything, and, and it's just like a relationship with my wife. It's just like relationships with friends. It's not just going to happen. Some things are easier than others, but everything that grows is intentional, and it's not that it's hard. It just requires focus and intentionality, and there's a lot of other things that are taking from that. And so that that has been another struggle, man. That's just been it's been hard for me to you know, it's it's not easy. Yeah. I know what to do. That's the, that's the, I know what to, the struggle is that I know what I need to do. I know I need to read the Bible. I know I need. I know those things will connect me to God, but it's an it's hard to do it. You know, and it, yeah. it gets boring sometimes. The Bible can get boring sometimes. Go read yeah. Leviticus, but that doesn't mean that I just throw it out. That doesn't mean that I quit doing it just because it's not exciting and, and, and awesome. And again, it's connecting to the source. I have to have that process. I have to have that thought process and that paradigm of, I'm not just going to the Bible just to read. Like, I'm going to connect to the source. Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier, and I think it's so true, how in a lot of different areas, right, if I was focusing on financial growth, the fruit of that would be, either I have more money in my bank account yeah. or I have more things that yeah. belong to me, yes. right? That is a very physical, tangible growth. I can if grab I, a hold of it. Yeah. When I when I think about spiritual growth, how do I tell a difference between me if I don't pray at all? If I pray just a token, oh God, thank you for this food before maybe five meals a week. 
as opposed to someone who wakes up and spends really intentional time with the Lord. Let's say 30 minutes, let's say an hour with the Lord first thing in the morning every day, no days off. Yeah. What is the physical difference I can see? Yeah. This is this is what I've seen in my own life in terms of the the physical evidence of spiritual health and growth and fruit. Okay. I respond better to people when they say bad things to me or make negative comments. I am more keen and aware to give to somebody in terms of need and do it out of instinct instead of being reluctant to do it. Yeah. I am way more patient waiting in line at Chick-fil-A <laughs> yes. versus I don't even understand why is this line happening? That kid at the register just needs to get it together. You know, it's it's one of those things where again, it's not something that I can hold in my hand. It's it's something that I can see that's a part of my life. And that's frustrating that we can't see that stuff, but it's also just reality. I think we've talked about a lot of times just the two worlds realms colliding spiritual and physical when you look at what you said how you respond better to people yeah the fruits of the spirit are relational they relate to other people they relate to yourself and the gospel which is for everyone how to how to love our enemies yeah those are the fruits of the spirit in normal ways that we would not react how we would not respond yeah like what you mentioned earlier the the fruits of the flesh oh dude when we feed those things we respond <laughs> negatively, Yes. to put it simply. When we are spending time with the Lord, when we are connected to the source, the fruits of the Spirit take place. Yes. I think if we look at the, the deeds of the flesh, like at some point we can all identify several of those things yeah. that yes. we are still like have had, dealt mm-hmm. with, struggled with in some way or another. And I think the, the thing that I have to constantly remind myself of is, am I seeing more of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness in my life versus immorality, jealousy, outburst of anger, idolatry. You know, like nothing makes the deeds of the flesh and fruit of the spirit more evident than when you first get married. You realize how selfish you are when you first get married. And then over time, as you are connected to the source, you begin to see, man, dude, I responded well in that situation. Yeah. Right? Totally. That's so good. I think this has been a great first part and this i think this is a good foundation for the rest of this conversation i really like this conversation already and yeah. it's already helpful and it's yeah. it's deep and it, it kind of hurts your brain to think about yeah so thanks so much for listening to the learn by doing podcast